0: Hello, hello, everyone.
1: Hello.
0: My name is Mirage. I'm here today with Sydney. How are you doing, Sid? Going to Light it up.
1: Like haven't had enough coffee, I guess, to even know how I'm doing.
0: Right. <laughs> that's it's not kind of,
1: of good and well, like literally at the same time. So
0: I cool. like that you're feeling all the things right before. I am. <laughs> Awesome. So we are here today to discuss tapas. If you have been following along, we are on the niyamas. And um, last week we discussed contentment. This week we're discussing self-discipline, which is tapas. Um, If you weren't able to catch any of the previous conversations, that's not a problem. They're kind of really single shows, but they are all located in our um, class replays. So you can check those out for sure. Um, Yeah, tapas, self-discipline. Something we all love, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think um, we can start with just an overall simple definition and go from there. And so tapas, top um, often translates to, you know, like hot or burn. And so this loosely translates to discipline Um, because of that word burn, it evokes the sense of like a fiery, like passion, a discipline, and that's where it comes from. Um, In what we're gonna talk about today is kind of how it means cultivating a sense of self-discipline, passion, maybe a little courage to burn away, again, going back to the fire reference, to burn away impurities, physically, um, in our thoughts, mentally, and even emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it's one of the niyamas, the miyamas of yes. like self-reflection where we can get very clear about kind of like what's holding us back and how to show up anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think I'd like to also add quickly Mirage, you can add on any like, uh, other descriptor, but, The idea that discipline in this teaching of tapas is different perhaps than the meaning of discipline that we grew up with. Yeah, I was reflecting earlier about how uh, my first interaction with the word or the idea of discipline was young when I was being bad and I was disciplined. Right. So (laughs) it's different than that. Mm -hmm. It's different than... You're in trouble, and this discipline is going to, you know, these are rules that you need to follow. This is, you've been bad. This is like kind of power over you to get you back on track.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: discipline here is also not like a, um, dare I say, like patriarchal, solemn, serious discipline, maybe another. Kind of way we grew up with discipline, right. um you know you think of like I think of discipline, and I think of like um you know like an an admiral, <laughs> you know like <laughs> right, and that's also not what we're talking about here, so right. just to kind of clarify this is more of a passion, yeah, it's fiery, it actually makes us feel alive, not like um discipline power over us that makes us feel small. This can make us
0: feel really big and open and like lit up. Yeah. And it's important to note, like with this discipline that we're talking about, because I think I'm really glad that you brought this up because I feel like so many of us in the Western world do have this notion of discipline. Like it's not a positive and there is actually reward from tapas, right? Where I don't think I I'm speaking for myself. It kind of sounds like you're saying the same thing, but like growing up, there was no reward for discipline. <laughs> it was just, you know, you went into because you were being quote unquote bad. Right. And so with this, there is reward that comes from having tapas. There is joy and growth that comes from tapas here. Um, and we will dive like more into it, but I think it's important to say, like, there is so much growth that can come from tapas that is beyond maybe sometimes what you do see in your Western yoga class, meaning holding plank, doing hard poses. Yes, those are a part of it in the asana, but at the same time, it's maybe when you take it off of the mat and you are doing something selfless. Right, there is those acts of tapas that are still considered yoga that are more than just a fiery pose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Quickly add on to that it feels, you know, discipline, or when you're being disciplined, or we think of discipline maybe more like how we kind of grew up with it in this society it's very external
0: mm-hmm.
1: someone is disciplining you mm-hmm. this is a self-discipline meaning you are choosing to show up and practice or you're not Thomas yeah. <laughs> would you like be that you have the discipline to show up for practice doesn't necess- i mean doesn't necessarily mean it could mean um that you're just like pushing yourself harder in a plank it's the idea that you show up for practice, <laughs> which can be difficult. We know, right? right? So yes. that's like a, another, um, it, It's it takes discipline to sit and observe your thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am okay. pulling from my book here. As you all know, I reference this thing all the time. But um, The Yamas and the Niyamas by Deborah Dell. I really, really like this um little blurb here. She says, um, oh my goodness, that (laughs) the possibility of catharsis Mm -hmm. when we have two choices, to break down or to break open. Mm -hmm. And we can't prevent these times of catharsis in our lives or know their shape or outcome, but we can prepare ourselves by practicing tapas. So having that daily practice building our ability to stay in something that might be a little unpleasant, um, small daily choices that we make. We have the, there's danger and there's possibility when we have these opening moments and that can come from the practice, the self-discipline. So, so good.
1: Yeah. And it provides a feedback loop almost. When you do something difficult and, you know, could be a success, it could be a failure, but you (laughs) chose to show up, you're learning, which then feeds the next time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what TAPAS is, is having the discipline to keep on trying. Um, Like it's listening to this inner wisdom when you face life situations and staying open rather than closing down.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think we, um, discuss like during the pandemic, right? So many people had these revelations and it was, it was because there was time, right? There was maybe time that you didn't have before, or you didn't want to have before, whatever the story is for you to really self-reflect and then maybe see the world with, you know, a clear lens, mm-hmm. like wiping, you know, just taking a little wipe and then, oh, okay, <laughs> is this what I've been ignoring? Is this what I've been missing? Is this what I didn't even know about, right? Educating yourself. There's that growth, but also that Reflection that happened. Um, and I think for the aspect of Tapas, it's like, were we able to utilize that energy to find this, to come out of this discomfort? Because yeah. there was so much discomfort, you know, in, I mean, there still is. I'm not by mm-hmm. any means saying that this pandemic is over, but in the thick of the two years that we had so much happened internally, externally, politically, environmentally, you name it. I feel like (laughs) the world was a little bit like on fire. The world was practicing tapas. And you know, it's like, we are now on somewhat of the other side of it. What did we take from that? Were you able to burn a little bit of the debris or were you putting blinders back on?
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think we see a little bit of evidence of like all the people that left their jobs or like, mm-hmm. at least in the workforce. Yeah, oh like, yeah. We saw a huge shift happen. Yeah, I'm curious. It's almost like, I wish someone would do a, I mean, I'm sure this is happening, people are studying this, but like a follow-up Yeah. To all of the effects of not the, like not COVID, but the mental, emotional yeah. effects of COVID.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel like there has to be like a million studies about that right now. <laughs> we need to look that up because I do feel like, yeah, I would love to know, like, what yeah. is, you know, what is the other side of it for so many people? So and I
1: think too, like I briefly said courage earlier, but that's a huge part of it. Um, having the courage not to do things the same way, having the courage to show up when maybe you don't want to. Like, I think discipline is also holding your values when it's not really easy. Having the courage to stay in a conversation that's super uncomfortable, you know? Like, can you stay like one minute longer and try to listen with open ears? Like that takes courage and not just like, giving into our reactivity. There's actually a quote here. Um, Let me try to find it. And this is from Eckhart Yoga. Having the courage not to listen to the voices in our head that tell us we're not strong enough or not good enough to attempt a more demanding pose or go for the new job opportunity is also an element of tapas that burns away those impure thoughts and leads to more self-trust and inner strength.
0: Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> oh so good yeah yeah um
1: i love just like even i'm a very visual person like the visualization of burning away yes like an impure thought right like if something pops up into your head yeah, yeah maybe that's a tool we can use of like literally like using your mind's eye to like set it on fire and watch it go. <laughs> you know?
0: yeah um i it that quote just made me think of this um, in in this book here, she talks about controlled burns, and how as a child she never understood why her father was preparing for these controlled burns. And then it was like within a few weeks, tiny green growth would sprout through the seemingly dead land, bringing new life and beauty—a kind of new beginning. Wow. You know, it's like, these things are around us, but it's the narrative sometimes that we don't always understand. And so, like, I remember one time I was on the train um, from Pittsburgh to Harrisburg, which, like, back in the day was, like, nine hours. Like, what? (laughs) And, like, you see, you go through some really beautiful areas, but, like, there was so many controlled burns happening, but I I didn't know what that was ever. So I remember saying to my dad whenever he picked me up, like, Oh my god there was like a ton of fires and he's like no those are controlled <laughs> burns wow. of kind of, but like in that moment i was filled with so much anxiety like oh my god there's just fires everywhere yeah. as a kid not understanding what that was and then having that anxiety and you almost like now looking at it i'm like sometimes you don't understand what that burning is yeah you don't you really are like There's something inside of me I need to revolt. Right. Oh,
1: that's that's a great story. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I think it's such a perfect metaphor Mm -hmm. because there's this indigenous wisdom too that told us for however long that we needed to do controlled burns, Mm -hmm. and then we didn't, and then you know we have wildfires that like just wipe out way more than yeah if we would have done a controlled burn, okay. it would happen. So metaphor is we have an inner wisdom, like the indigenous wisdom, that's telling us to show up in a way or to practice tapas so that we can control burn more often and not have a freaking wildfire later. Later, <laughs> yes.
0: You know, like, it's really- control it know. now before because yeah, like, <laughs> let's have small burns instead of wildfire yeah. <laughs> I like that I like that a lot <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I mean like that is so it is honestly profound when you step back and like just like let that marinate like yeah. you know it seems like oh my god that's so easy like why didn't we think of that but like no really like why yeah why didn't we yeah
1: so there's you know many different ways that we can connect with Chappas. Um, I think one of a great like gateway into it is working with core strength mm-hmm. and the pyramid chakra. Like in your practice, this is a great way to connect with tapas. Um And the core is like the, the chakra center that governs our self confidence, willpower. Passion and self discipline. Um, and trying to think, like, so that's a great way to connect on the mat, off the mat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like having, you know, staying in situations when you maybe don't want to, again, within reason. We're not saying to, like, you know, stay in an abusive relationship or anything yeah. like that. Um, but like a conversation that maybe isn't super comfortable for you. Um, when you don't feel like doing something that, you know, is actually nourishing, like you can go to the drive through or you can go home and eat the food that you prepared the night before. Right. Right. (laughs) So there's other ways that we can practice tapas. It's like sitting for meditation when you are, um, you know, feeling a little scattered, having the discipline to sit in meditation. It's maybe taking a nap when you're feeling exhausted rather than pushing through. So it also doesn't have to be like a physical challenge or like forcing yourself to, you know, it's like having an inner wisdom to know and an openness to know what is the best step for you, like capital S. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And with that, like in your practice, I think there is this way to continue to like keep the fire because you hear that so much. I I personally do. I know like when someone doesn't enjoy, um, well, like we'll just say yoga. They say, oh, I don't like yoga. I know as an instructor that they're referring to asana, right? (laughs) Um, Like the pose practice. And so I say like, oh, well, what don't you like about it? And they they will say like, I want to say like nine out of 10 times they say like, I just get so bored. Like I'm always so bored. And I pause before responding because it takes a lot to be bored in a yoga practice, but it also takes nothing. It is truly dependent on how much fire you're willing to burn mentally and physically when you're on your mat. Meaning, are you just flowing through this, warrior one warrior two sequence and your mind is you know around the block or are you staying in the heat of the poses mentally and physically I think there is an opportunity there to even in like you said meditation but I would say even breath work fashion. Mm-hmm. these things are not always easy, but we can make them really easy if we just disassociate. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like planting the seed early on, which it's not like, you know, the first time I stepped on my mat, I was like, woohoo, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. You know, right? Like you have to kind of learn how to lean into the fire, I guess. It's
1: really interesting. So I remember um, my yoga teacher, Loja Rensler, one time, uh, like, just asked the question to us students and said, "Are you meditating or are you just sitting there?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, I was definitely just sitting there, yeah. <laughs> not meditating. Just like I was, like sitting and like, yeah." Just sitting. Um, so
0: it's yeah, it's like you have to. Yeah. There's effort in the fire. It's the controlled burn, right? right. Yeah. But you can allow it to become a wildfire if you just start going all over the place, you know? And so, yeah, I think there's something to be said about all of the practices that, you know, mm-hmm. we can encompass. But maybe even just a moment of self-reflection. Like when the last time you had a cathartic release, were you able to stay in it or were you burnt out from it? And, you know, that's, that's really just a question because there's different types of that, yeah. like behavior. It's like, were you completely checked out from the pain mm-hmm. and were there other times where you were just like holding on?
1: Right. Yeah. And it's also makes me think of, um, like tapas or discipline as a skill.
0: Mm, Yeah yeah it's
1: like a skill that we practice to be in our on the path in a way that's more true in it it's practice
0: you know yeah. um there's a exactly kind of what you were saying at the beginning right yeah. what's yeah. your first level or your first experience with discipline was when you were a child yeah. and it was because you were quote unquote doing something bad but like What skill did you gain from that discipline? Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't there any?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's having an energy or like a spunk. And Mm -hmm. there's a quote by BKS Iyengar that's really good about tapas. And it's a worthy aim makes life illumined, pure and divine. Without such an aim, action and prayer have no value. Life without tapas is like a heart without love.
0: Mm, <laughs> like, love oh that. So good. that is so good.
1: I think it just explains so well that like zest, that thing that we're talking about.
0: Yes. Yeah, oh, cool. I love that so much.
1: I'll share that in Yeah, the- I was
0: just going to say, could you share it? Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh that is so good <laughs> and it's like i mean you know maybe we do say this all the time but this stuff isn't new wow no. <laughs> you know they they're called ancient teachings for a reason yeah. um it's the way that these teachings evolve because you know the world is evolving but at the core it's not new. It's, it's always been top us It's always been self-discipline. It's always been discipline, right? It's how we have taken that and changed it to fit our narratives. But it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can look at the um, history of it and see that like, you know, we're going to make it, we're going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. Um, because it's not new; it's yeah. just new to us right now.
1: Yeah, and I also the other thing to mention is how um, how the niyamas build on each other. Mm-hmm. And so tapas in this context does not exist on its own,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: We're mm-hmm. real bright and burn out really fast. Yeah, right. We can yeah. be really hard and disciplined. With ourselves but that's why we practice you know like santosha or content mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. we can push ourselves and like you know go for our goals and be on the path fully and also be content with wherever we are now mm-hmm. like at the same time yeah. so these are always at play like again like they're like a wheel they're like building off of each other, feeding each other, and so that we can balance this, like, passion and effort and fire with compassion and contentment, like, so just, you know, something to think about, too. It's yeah. Not Burn everything, <laughs> including myself. Right. So yeah. It's, it's like,
0: too much of something is not a good thing. And so that's why you do need, um, if anyone's familiar with, like, Ayurveda, it's like, some people, when they just tap into Ayurveda, they think, "Oh yeah, like I am one of the like you know socials," and then yeah. like, like I'm vata, I'm pitta. But it's like, well, that's not actually what Ayurveda like, wants. <laughs> you know, that's not um, right. what it's right. say. They You want to be balanced. balanced. Right. Yeah. yeah, you should want to be balanced. If you have, a, if you are pitta, that means that you need a little bit more kapha, that you need a little bit more vata. So. It's just funny how like, yeah, to your point, like it's not burn the city down. It's like work with the city, (laughs) you know? Next week, it's very fitting that these are like in this order, but like next week we will be chatting about self-study. And it's like, you can't have contentment or self-discipline if you don't have (laughs) self-study. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: It's so funny, like even speaking to this, cause I can be a very fiery person mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like a Leo sun, Leo rising. I'm a Pitta. Like you name like something fire. It <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I am it. Um, and it's, there was like a quote from that. I remember reading when I was like in middle school and oh it was goodness. like maybe a song lyric or something. And I was, like, in a low point because I was in middle school. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, yeah. and it, it just, like, popped into my head just now. And it was when there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And I'm, like, it, like, it's like, speaks to that passion. No oh, wonder I'm so fiery. <laughs> I'm
0: like, this has been in you since <laughs> before you were <laughs> be even born. It
1: just, like, popped back into my head. I'm, like, I need to see what that is. Yeah, that is. I mean. <laughs> It is true, like that catharsis that you were speaking
0: to. Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, I think. And that's that place um, where like the yamas will come in, right? And there's that, you know, these, this is a roadmap, truly. It's not one without the other. We've said it multiple times, but like we can't forget the yamas when talking about the niyamas or yeah, as we say, like the miyamas because it's like your external does affect your internal right? Yes. big time. And so taking all of your Yama learning and utilizing that with this, like you can't have tapas without Satya, which is truthfulness. Right.
1: You know, like, and that's just
0: one example. Right. But they all do mesh together, like in the sense that they are this roadmap for a reason. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. What a great way to start the week. (laughs) I know.
0: I do. I love that. It's always sparks so much uh, self-reflection, honestly.
1: Definitely. And, you know, these conversations obviously live in the um, common ground discussion Mm -hmm. recording area. Um, But we also, after this conversation, um, post an intention that relates to these conversations so if you haven't realized that check out the five um or the ritual space Mm -hmm. the intention that ties in with these conversations and we'll post that after this
0: yes and sydney it was wonderful chatting with you if you (laughs) do catch this recording and you have anything to add on you can always leave us comments and we will get back to you we We know it's like not the easiest time to join live. So we do appreciate when people are live, but if you catch it afterwards and you have some thoughts, feel free to share that with us. Yes. All right. Have a great week. Thank Thank you all. Have a great week.